Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Mornings are hard. Your sports radio show doesn't have to be. I'm so happy you guys are still alive. I am excited. I am so happy. Laugh and learn every morning aboard the mothership. A good day with DA. Hey, Doc. I do love the Doc. Happy being alive day. Mornings on CBS Sports Radio. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, gonna have a good day. Carlos with a case, not wearing a dumb hat today. Hey, gonna have a good day. All my hats are great. Gonna have a good day. Twitch still asking me why I'm leaving today. Hey, I feel really bad today. Hey, gonna have a good day. Yeah, I'm sure he's getting a call from the bosses after an article comes out where he ripped them today. Hey, gonna have a good day. <laughs> he told him to say it today. <laughs> we thought Boyle was just getting Sean's job. He's gonna get the whole damn show. <laughs> It's Gun. the Billy Jack show. <laughs> uh, Featuring Pat Boyle. Uh, yeah. Gonna yeah. have a good day. Zach Gelb gonna post a picture with the Titanic submarine today. Hey, gonna have a good day. That's harp. It's a, I, it's, that, by the way, that submarine, today, 7 o'clock was the time, right? I know. We're at, we're at the th- Did you see that somebody, the BBC, already has a documentary about this? That they're airing this weekend? This is terrible. How is that possible? Yes. It's a British TV, which I think has to be the BBC or some form of that, already has a documentary that they're going to air. Now, I'm assuming they're obviously going to work on it until the last second. Right. But they're running commercials of a documentary about the missing submersible debuts this coming weekend. How is that possible? How do we have a documentary? We don't even know how this ends, unfortunately. We may know, but it's still not over yet. Right. So... I don't like this. I don't like when movies are made about tragic events like way too soon. Like with all due respect, I liked the um, the movie in Boston with Mark Wahlberg about the Boston Marathon bombing. 
uh, and the Bombers. What was the name of that movie? Patriot Day? Patriot Day. Excellent movie. The problem is, I don't know, it feels a little callous to come out within five years of that event happening. Like, can 20 years pass? How and long? the same thing with 9-11. Like, when, when that... Remember when that movie, World Trade Center, came out? It was like, oh, we're not even at the 10-year anniversary, and we're, we're putting a movie out? Yeah. what Something f- like doesn't sit right with me about that. Blood, you'd know this. When did the Tom Hanks, Sully, Sullenberger movie come out? Now, that was a good story, but even that seemed like it was... Uh, I think a couple of years. It was a couple of years. I don't think it was right away. But it does. Like, it like diminishes the impact of reality. Yeah. When it's like, oh, let's make a movie about this. Well, they probably have a lot of material from before they went down. So that's why they probably were able to build some type of documentary on it. Right, but, like, you, know, you can do, like, here's our expose on, like, all the shenanigans this company apparently did to get this thing in the water and get people to uh, give them $250,000 a pop to go down there. But, like, to do it, like, on the plight, like, in, I guess in theory, at any point, this thing could just be on the surface of the water where we're not looking yet, and they're just fine in, a, in a, like, a metal box. Well, I... <sighs> This is going to sound really stupid, and I really, because I really feel bad for these people down there. I don't care how much money they have or going down. Sorry, Boyle. I, I just, I feel bad. They're of people. course. I mean, the the, the torturous but, possible death right, they're going through right now right. is insane. This is where I'm going to get Mirazzi on you. No, no, go ahead. You throw a football in the ocean. Yeah. Okay. Where'd it go? Where'd it go? You look up five minutes later, it's like 20 yards that way. Right. This is on the bottom of the water. Yeah. Does that happen on the bottom where, like, you know where you had, like, your last signal you heard banging, but could it have drifted underneath I mean, the there's water? there's definitely currents under the water. I don't know if there could be stronger, they could be faster. I I think, though, that they've been scanning, especially things in the sky, that they've covered a pretty significant well, portion of the ocean. And that's sonar, right? Because it's not like you could look down and it's that clear water where you'd be like, oh, yeah. There no, they're not so seeing the bottom. It's all sound waves and pulses. And the thing but I if learned, this yeah, happened in the Bahamas, it'd be easier to find them. Well, I don't know. You can't necessarily see all the way to the bottom, the deepest parts of the okay. Bahamian waters. There's, like, no light as you get into the, the abyss of these depths. Right. Right. It's like, yeah, it's they're, like midnight. They're, which, which brings me back to skin. And, it, again, this is not the fault. I'm good for Could you imagine me that interested in doing this for that kind of money? Well, no, my, that's just when you, don't, when, that's when you have so much money you don't know what to do with. Well, my concern, my concern if I was tr- uh, attempting to go on this, this vessel, my concern was – the controller of the vessel was a video game controller. Yes, uh, and and the yeah, shadiness controller and the shadiness going into it. I, I would have backed out right away. Yeah, I, I, that, there's a lot of uh, red flags before you even get in the water. And I guess it's for safety reasons. But I I read yesterday that they can't open it. So let's just say it had detached or whatever, and it came to the surface. They couldn't open it to get fresh air. They'd still suffocate and run out of oxygen. You can only it can only be open from the outside, which I guess prevents somebody going crazy ten thousand feet down and trying right. to open the thing and then sense. and then they all drown in that way. But like even if they were above water now, they'd still be trapped in a box running out of oxygen because they can't open it themselves. This is crazy. Crazy. So oh. sports, huh? And it's all one theory too is that it's stuck. It's, like, literally stuck in the Titanic, and the only way to get it out would be to have these things go down there and break the Titanic to get them out. So, like, the irony, I guess, of them going to see this treasure and then possibly leading to the partial destruction yeah. of it to get them out. But even that now, I think, unfortunately, we're at a weird, the, the bad time. But if you think about it, right? And we've made a lot of jokes about Bogus going to a ton of Dave Matthews concerts traveling anywhere. We've Still made- haven't spent 250 k on Dave yet, cumulatively. Right. 
Yeah. We've made jokes about Pete going to summer places in the winter. Yeah. Uh, you know, the whole deal. I now, you know, every, how many times do I need to go to Great Wolf Lodge, right? We all have taken our, like, random vacations. We are not millionaires, clearly. We, I'm sure, if we could rattle off five places that either we've been to, we need to go back to again. Like, I love Hawaii. I've been there a couple times, luckily. Five places you've never been to in the world where if you have the money, that's the dream trip. We all would rattle off of these things. You mean to tell me, with that kind of money, these people that went down there have crossed off everything on their list that this was a necessary trip? Or, and by the way, it wasn't like this was a one-time thing. Multiple people have done this or it wouldn't exist. Like, that is crazy to me to be that interested in something like this. I, I find that fascinating. I can't think of something that I would spend 250k on in a pop, like in a one city. No, I can't. And look, if I ever had the money and you told me, hey, once in a lifetime trip, you're going to go to Australia, New Zealand, or whatever, and it's going to cost you 250k, and I had that money, like it's a part of the world I'd never see. I'd much rather do that than go down in a submarine to pass the yeah. Titanic wreckage. I and mean, I guess you could, like you could charter a flight. To go yeah. from here to Melbourne and do the the, the peak things and all of a sudden be right, six right. figures. And I'm not but... even saying that's that great trip. I'm just talking about like seeing the world. Yeah. It's probably just a talking point between people of wealth. Well, it's like, to hey, say I that you went, went to go there. See the Titanic. Did you? And you know, so something that you brag about. And I did say yesterday, I'd rather, if I'm picking between the two of them, I'd rather do this than the stupid half space trip with Bezos or Elon Musk. I guess I would too. Because you're just like, oh, I'm up but and see, then you're down again. As I'm going down in that submarine, I'd be more fascinated with, is that a whale? Is that a shark? That's my point. Is that some kind of sea creature I didn't know existed? Right, exactly. That's why. But I, there's also I, only one window in it, too. Could you imagine getting down there nudging the guy out of the way? I want in now. Yeah. They're in a minivan, basically. You, know, you yeah. only see through the windshield. And the, and then the owner of the of of this whole uh, thing said that they didn't hire veteran um, uh, you know, navigators yeah. pilots because they weren't inspirational enough. Yeah. That's crazy. And then there's the stepson. Oh, with the Blink-182 concert? At a Blink-182 con- uh, concert, Cardi B's yelling at him. Um, and I, apparently people then in the same timeline found tweets of him tweeting at, like, porn Twitter accounts, like well, responding to them and asking for their thoughts and prayers for his family while he asked them also for sex acts. That's another way to spend 250000 So. The only thing I'm going to say is, because I briefly saw this story, I'm going, this is going to sound cows, whatever. It's a safe space. Go ahead. The stepson. Yeah. He should not be going to an event because something his father owns is failing where people are suffocating. Like, what is that? No, isn't, isn't somebody that is relative is is on the thing. I think is on. Yeah. Oh, it's on the thing. Yeah, it's on the thing. Okay, I misunderstood. Yeah, yeah, I thought no. this was the stepson of whoever owned no, it no, was no, not no, down. No, no. no I, somebody's related to is in the thing. Gotcha. I yeah. misunderstood that part of it. That's I thought it was like whoever runs the company. I'm like, why do we care about his stepson being Yeah, there? no, no. It's not just like, oh, daddy's business is in trouble. It's like, where's Uncle Todd? And by the way, I understand that oxygen is the main part. And again, 7 a.m. I think was when they thought the oxygen would run out. I mean, it's got to be too. Like, this, that's a tight thing. You're talking about like people having to use the bathroom, starving I, I just, not just the air. Like, imagine how gross the, it is. The, right? So the air is like the last problem they have. They, they have problems if like the electrical system goes down. There's no way to, to regulate the temperatures. You're going to die of hypothermia before you die of air. Okay. Wow. I mean, yeah. it's, also, I mean it's, it's it, horrible. There's there's nine thousand terrible outcomes. Like just yeah, unfathomable horrible. pain, frustration, panic, all that. Like, 
So we're assuming this state... company's done so after this. Nobody's I mean, they better be. Sure. But now, so supposedly they're legally protected because there's like death, death, death all over the waivers. It's like death is mentioned three times on the first page. Right, which is the other comical part of this is that the waiver is so ridiculous because they know how much of a bleep show this thing is. All right, well, there. I mean, that's also... It's. T- I can't do the boil yesterday, but there is some truth to what Boyle said in that if you're signing a waiver that is death that much over it, like I, part of the reason I'm never going to go skydiving is I'm jumping out of an airplane. And is the thrill worth me either breaking a leg, having a heart attack in right. midair, my chute not pulling, something like that? There is risk to certain things. And if you're signing a waiver, this is horrible. You shouldn't be rude of this. You shouldn't be saying, oh, well, too bad I said. But there is part of it where you can't act that necessarily stunned that you never made it back. Yeah, like Boyle basically said you're saying like they got what they deserved. It's not that that, yeah. that nobody harsh, deserves this. But like this is literally what they signed up for. Yeah. Like they 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 knew like they should have known that this was a pos- a very real possibility. Well, I'll be enjoying my motel in Lake George in a couple weeks. That's where that's where I'm headed. It's yeah, hard, mo- it's hard a motel. Alive on this planet, that I got to go down to space or see. Yeah, motel, a motel. I don't know. I've never been to Lake George. This is where all my neighbors are staying, so we're in a motel. You're gonna love it. It's beautiful up there. Thank you. I'm a little worried about the bed bugs, but I guess we'll see. You'll be fine. Yeah, I couldn't thumb my nose at the little people bugs and go. I'm too good to stay with you, so I'm gonna go where they're staying. Oh, there's more than it's not just the four of you. No, we're staying with like uh, not well our room, yes, but it's like you know. Remember when I wanted a can of jam when I moved into my neighborhood? We become tight with the neighborhood now. Okay. It's like six families all going. Ah. So they all have kids running around and stuff. I'm a real man of the people on my street now. I've come a long of way. Of course. It's about to be the four-year anniversary of me buying the house. How about that? So vacationing with neighbors now. So, yeah, I hear you. You got to kind of, like, go to the yeah. least. What am I going to be like? I'm going to stay at the four points on each over here? Yeah, you can't do that. No. So I'm with the people, as they say. But I will not be on a submarine. The blue collar folks. The blue collar. Even though you're really a white collar guy, I am. Eight five five two one two four two two seven. Avery, not in the Bay Area, in Michigan. Oh, joins us now. Avery, how are you? I'm doing good. How are you doing? Avery, what's up, pal? What's going on, bud? All right. First things first. All this. I was listening to the Zach Gobe show last night just before I went to bed. Jeez, you really had nothing going on, huh? Does it help well, you go to bed, I Avery? from the baseball game. What was that, Avery? Well, I actually did. I was coming back from my baseball game I had. Did you win? Yes. Yes. How'd you do? What? How'd you do? I was three for three. Um, So I had an exact average of 1,000 that game. Well, so you're a good math student and apparently you're a Schwartz kid. Okay. What else you got? So I was listening to the um, the uh, media conference that he held, um, Victor Mbanyama at Times Square. And I was listening to his question. And mm-hmm. what caught me by surprise is when he he's just kind of like Nicole Jokic. He just keeps a cool level-headed. Yeah. Are you are you a Spurs fan, Avery? You know what? I just don't. I prefer, I like Bucks and and Golden State. No, 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 Avery, Avery, you can't like two teams. I'm going to tell you right. I'm nipping this in the bud. How old are you again? I am twelve. 
Avery, you cannot live your life as a two-team fan. you got to like one team in every sport. Otherwise, you know what we call you when you get older? Let's see it. A fraud. Nanny, nanny, poo-poo head fraud. You don't want to be that. I, for me, I'm a sports geek. I will sports, sports, sports. No, no, you can love sports, but you got to pick one team in every sport. You can't roll up NBA opening night and go, I got two teams I like. you got to pick one, Avery. We got a, I got a couple friends in my school who love all sorts of teams in one sport. Well, they're all frauds. Do you want to be a fraud? Heck no, I don't. Okay. When I'm older. So you're going to do me a favor, Avery. You have any summer reading assignments for school before you return? They make you do any like summer books, come back, do a little report. What do you got? What's the summer project um, for school? So I live in Lenawee County um, here in Michigan. Okay. And we have this little district library maybe 20 minutes from, from where I am right now. Okay. And that, there's a summer reading program. Sure. And there's some several tasks, and I'm reading some big books. I'm. This is the truth. I'm a diehard Michigan fan. Okay. Well, and so Avery, I, Avery, you're going to read those books, and you're going to do whatever you have to do for that. That's good. Be smart in school. Don't be me. I still haven't taken my SATs. Please. But I got another summer project for you. Right. Do your research, the history of, you know, the couple teams you're thinking about in every sport, some Bucks history, some Warriors history. And by Labor Day, I want you to come back, call the DA show, ask for Pete the body, okay, because yeah. I won't be here apparently, and or tweet at Sean Morish, and I want you to select a team in every sport, and that's it. And there's no changing from that time forward until the day you die because you do not want to be rid of You get the college kid, got news for you, and you go, I'm a Bucks and Warriors fan. Nobody's going to talk to you. You gotta, you gotta make a stand. You gotta, you're gonna be a sports fan. One team in every sport. No fraudulentism. Right. You got it. Yep. All right. So, what's the project? Tell me. Make sure you heard me. All right. You want me to do some research on those on those teams? And by Labor Day, I gotta be back here, ask for Pete the body, and to, and uh, pick my four teams in it. One team in every sport. Absolutely, Avery. And then that's it going forward. Don't be robbing a three to one, all right? No, no, no right. handing in the gear. All right. Have a good summer, Avery. <laughs> all right, you too. Thanks, Avery. You know, that could have been Avery from Oakland just on his way back to Oakland from Bob's could've bar been. show at first. Could have been. He's only made it to Michigan <laughs> so far. Yeah. Because we got him here, but he was on his own getting home. And by the way, I donated to that Avery's cause. I gave him my Long Island Railroad ticket to get to his friend's house in Queens. He didn't nice. have to pay for that trip back. But uh, what'd you think? Do you think that's a good project for Avery to work on? Yeah, you got to have one. You can have yeah. a couple of, you know, they certainly can't be 50-50. You got to have one that you declare. If you have a... a and 12 per- years old is a big swing age, I think. In right. That. So now, you can't be a Yankee and a Phillies fan. No. No, no. That's a stern warning. And in particular, you can't combine cities that are enemies like that. Yeah. You can't do a New York-Philly double in any way. And I'm going to just give Avery a little I don't know who his father or mother might root for, but I was... And I'm sure some of us, I don't know how Bob Bogus was. I know how Pete with his dad was. You kind of, like, when you're born into this and your dad's a sports fan, like, my kids have no choice. You root for the teams they rooted for. Maybe Avery didn't have that with his parents. So at 12 years old, you could be influenced. My friend is this kind of fan right. or whatever. But you got to make a call now as you hit your teenage years. You can't be rooting for two teams at once. No, or, and you're, you know, you called him a fraud. He could end up being our good friend Stu Kovacs, the producer of uh, the Jim Rome show and Maggie and Perloff, who basically is a front runner. Right. And sometimes he's a Laker fan. Oh, no, I like the Knicks. I used to be a Bulls fan. 
He switches his soccer allegiances. He maybe is a Yankee fan sometimes. He throws in like a Dallas team every once in a while. Like he's all over the place. You can't be that guy either. Can't be. I agree. You just can't. So good for Avery. All right, we come back. We got a Schwartz update. We have a Kevin Millar spot. It's the DA show on CBS Sports Radio. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink... What you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. This is CBS. It's the DA Show on CBS Sports Radio. It is the DA show on CBS Sports Radio. You know, outside of Brandon Miller in the top five, Bogues, it's either international with Victor Wembanyama or all this G League elite stuff. Uh, what are they, Osman? And I thought it was Amen. You called him a mom either. It's spelled um, Amen, but Amen, yeah, and Osman. I'm going based on the guests I had on Becky Alcorn. Yeah, that, he I would know, know nothing better. about him. Um, Scoot Henderson. Yes. We haven't seen any of these guys play, so I'm curious how you feel tonight. Because he talked about, like, not knowing the draft's going on. I mean, I think we do based on the Wembenyama stuff. But I wonder if, based on, you know, we watched the NCAA tournament. And outside of Brandon Miller, which was all negative stuff, by the way, it kind of kills the vibes a little bit. You're unfamiliar with the guys. Well, this also is a a bad-ish draft after the top three. Yeah. Once you clear Miller and Scoot and Wembenyama, then it's kind of you take who you think is the next best guy. And there are some interesting players and names in here. Um, some guys that you know from college shoes, but this is from top to bottom on the weaker side of things, which I think factors into this as well. But, yeah, the NBA is so much about, like, potential and ceiling. Yeah. And so there are guys who are drafted – that and the the NBA game is that different from the college game, so you got to figure out if I can do this in college that translates or not. So that throws things out of whack. And we're picking guys because we think they're going to be good, and so many teams are basically selling off picks or drafting guys that they can stash in Europe. It's a completely different game, and it's not as simple as the NFL draft where you're basically going, I need a left tackle and a cornerback and a wide receiver, yeah, and I'm going to get these guys sure. and then I'm done. You're right. And by the way, for years and years and years, I mean, this is how Michael Jordan gets passed up. Teams in the NBA would go draft for need. Where can I plug right. and go? I think the NBA has become so positionless in a lot of ways. 
you should just be going highest ceiling. I don't well, care if my best player is a wing and the best player on the board's a wing. Yeah, well, and also not even from the positionless aspect, just that if you're bad, you just need to take good players, yeah. which is the which is the argument in Charlotte for taking Scoot Henderson. Yes, they already have LaMelo Ball, but they just need good players, yeah. and he's better in most people's eyes than Brandon Miller. Probably so, better than LaMelo Ball. Well, or could be. Either way, yeah. figure out how to use the two of them right. as opposed to taking the wrong guy at number two. Right. The Blazers made a West Final with McCollum and Lillard, who essentially were playing the same position. Right. So, right. That's exactly where we're at. Uh, before we have Kevin Millar joining us in a few minutes, let's bring in the great Peter Schwartz again. Hello, Pete. Good morning. The NBA draft set for tonight in Brooklyn. 19-year-old French power forward center Victor the <laughs> It's okay. <laughs> Nobody knows who he is. Uh, three, no. two, one. Never, never heard of him. Victor <laughs> we- Webinyama you got is it. expected to go number one overall to the San Antonio Spurs. I just feel really, really lucky, you know, to to be able to, to just to live this life, you know. This uh, all this sitting, the the organization, and everything is just. I'm just so lucky. The Hornets pick second. GM Mitch Kupchak will take the best of the rest. You know, but right now it's about you know adding the best player. That we can possibly add to the team. You know, you know, who do we think is gonna be have the best career, you know, looking back from this ten years from now? Cupchak speaking underwater with yeah. reporters. Sounded yesterday. like the latest guest I booked, right. I thought we were past this whole Zoom stuff unless it was an absolute emergency. I'm with you, Peter. Well the problem is if you had Everybody had digital guys like Kaplan. It wouldn't sound like that. I mean, right. what's going on? It's, Remember, like, it's an you, NBA team. Remember you during the pandemic? You had one where you couldn't, nobody could hear you, right? With the Islanders, wasn't that? The, can you hear me now? Oh, yeah, oh, yeah because <laughs> you had the, that we're at their facility. Yeah. And we at that point, there's no input. You can't speak to anybody. Yeah. So they send everybody into the lobby <laughs> to go on the Zoom. And I'm in the lobby sitting on a chair with literally nobody around me, and they couldn't hear a word I was saying. <laughs> it's unbelievable. And, like, why uh, would you? Peter, I think it's you your. You certainly your... had your fair share. What was it like to be on the <laughs> Peter, you broke up there. Uh, try it again. I don't know if it's your internet or not. Try it one more time. No, it was the freaking internet service in the building. That's <laughs> what it was. Can you hear me now? Can you hear me now? <laughs> yeah, try it. Go ahead. <laughs> I love that clip. <laughs> oh, the just, pandemic was different times, man. <laughs> I mean, it's just you know, I, I, the, the walking back into that into a locker room yeah. after this whole thing was done, it was like it was like you know a holiday. Yeah, that you get the <laughs> chance. <laughs> it sounded like I was walking on the moon. Can you hear me now? Schwartz just died to ask Michael Pekka about, about the, the new Kung Pao at the new arena. Oh, what a different time. Oh, Peter, you my. broke up there. Uh, <laughs> try it again. I don't know if it's your internet or not. Try it one more time. Oh, that's too good. Now I'm crying, but not because of what happened yesterday. (laughs) (laughs) Sounds like a video game my kids play. Peter Schwartz. (laughs) 
is. <laughs> Shake Shack. Matt <laughs> <laughs> Barzell, LL, what kind of hamburger bun do you think the new Blue Line Deli should use uh, 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 on the chicken sandwich at the new you know arena? What? I just realized now, it, I just realized why God did that to me that day is for payback for me being so nasty to people at the drive-thru when you can't hear them. When you're driving through Burger King... Hello, order, 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 please. Can you hear me now? <laughs> yeah, try it. Go ahead. <laughs> I don't even remember where I was in the other. Oh, that's too good. <laughs> Let's just go to baseball. I, I'm not for basketball. Let's go to baseball. We'll start in New York. Spire deal swung on and ripped. The deep left center field. It is high. It is far. It is gone. Anthony Volpe. John Sterling loud and clear on Yankees radio. The Yankees beat the Mariners 4-2. Now to the streaking Reds featuring Joey Votto, who has nothing to do with this soundbite. I just thought I'd mention his name. Farmer comes set. The pitch to Alfaro. Swing and a line drive. Caught it first by Spencer Steer. And that's it. Reds win it. Make it 11 straight for the Red Legs. That was the call on Reds Radio. Reds over the Rockies 5-3. to three. Their 11-game winning streak, the Reds' longest in 66 years. Now to Chicago. Jonas wings and hits one to deep right. Frazier going back. He's at the track looking up. It's gone over the Rangers' bullpen. Jonah Heim says, take all the time you want. I'll turn that fastball around and make it a three-run home run. Jonah's blast makes it 6-1 Rangers. The call on Rangers radio. Rangers beat the White Sox 6-3. Hockey, Henrik Lundqvist, Mike Vernon, Pierre Turgeon, Tom Barrasso among those elected to the Hockey Hall of Fame yesterday. And from college basketball, defending women's national champion LSU will open their 23-24 season on November 6th against Colorado. It's part of the Hall of Fame series in Las Vegas. Wow. Okay. How about that? Mm -hmm. Wow. Yeah, John, John felt better than I did that day on the Zoom. <laughs> Actually, it would have been more hysterical if John's connection was going down on the Zoom. How great would that have been? Oh, that was too good. Peter, you broke up there. Uh, try it again. I don't know if it's your internet or not. Try it one more time. Oh. Think about that. We went through this. Oh. At Robin von Schwartz's expense, he wasn't the only one that had to deal with this. Oh, this it, let me tell you something. That the first year in the in the bubble, and I'm covering the Islanders every day on the Zoom, and nobody yeah. went to Toronto. Right, or to nobody, right. You're very, very few people went. And for the most part, every day, it worked. It worked. I mean, I heard horror stories from other teams, but for the most part, the connection was always great. Now they bring us back to go watch practice in training camp the following year. We're still not allowed to talk to the players in person. So weird, right? And the internet connection is terrible in the building. And this was the new building at the time? No, this is their practice facility oh, the practice in Eisenhower facility. Park. Okay. So you're allowed to go watch practice. Right. You're literally 20 feet from the players on the ice. But afterwards, you could not talk to the players. They said, okay, the Zoom will start 10 minutes after the players this, leave the ice. And I say this seriously, but this is actually ties on sports. This is the problem, the inherent problem, when all of these leagues still are going all in on streaming already. Like... There were times last year Amazon buffered on me with a Thursday night game. Mm. I am very, very concerned about YouTube TV having Sunday ticket this year in Red mm -hmm. Zone. I am very concerned about that. I just, like, we're still not there. Like, we have not. 
Think about it. In 2023, we still haven't even perfected everything with the internet. Isn't that crazy? You're breaking up. I can't hear you. <laughs> Can you hear me now? Yeah, try it. Go ahead. I mean, maybe we shouldn't be sending submarines down based with Xbox controllers either. I mean, you think maybe the connection could be lost? No? Hello? 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 Yeah. Yeah. All right. So we're going to wait on standby here for Kevin Millar. We do have a Thirsty Thursday coming up next hour. Are you ready to toast some stuff next hour? Yeah, I've got a couple of candidates. Okay. Oh, and we'll yeah. narrow it down. Maybe we'll reminisce about the time that Pete Bellotti toasted toast. Joey Votto. That was you. Oh, I did that? Yeah. I think we, we drew straws for who was going to toast That's toast right. that we, day. That was an idea we had for about four, about a month. <laughs> you really workshopped that one, guys. Yeah, we did. It's good. Mo- Off-Broadway. Moist Pork tweets in, good morning, um, Sean Morash and AJ Kaplan. I'm toasting to Bob and Nancy for graciously opening their home to a bunch of strangers and hosting a party I will never forget, and mm. to Nancy for finally figuring out Twitch. What? Yeah, well, she was able to watch Twitch over the weekend. She it up with pops. Oh, all right. Hashtag BB3. Booski. Be careful. Hashtag I'm not doing Bob things. Hashtag Twitch fam. All right. Joining us now, a guy who once ripped my heart out and stomped on it as a Yankee fan in 2004. World Series champion. And he might be a pretty damn good golfer as well. The great Kevin Millar joins me in Bogus now. Kevin, what's up, man? Boys, what's going on? Now, I'll tell you that, that we gave you a three-game lead. We gave you a lead in the ninth in game four. Don't do that to me, Kevin. Don't do that to me. me. I didn't know what else I could do for you. We, we let you whoop us up in game three. I think it was like 32 to one. I still had to grin my teeth and cheer for Johnny Damon to win me a Super Bowl in 2009. Don't do that to me. But this is what I don't understand. I get to Boston. They say this rivalry with the Red Sox. You ain't got no rivalry. This is an ass whooping. It's twenty-seven to nothing in rings. Can, we, can you let us win one? And you know what? You guys have done a great job. We've gotten what three or four since the '09. Yeah. And now I think now it's the Red Sox are dominating that rivalry. I think. Yeah. Great. Yeah. Even when the Red Sox suck, they beat the Yankees the last couple weekends too. Just absolutely. No, the sweep wasn't a big deal. That was just a big broom. It wasn't a big. Deal. Oh, shut up. <laughs> Kevin, you're talking to a guy who actually thinks the Yankees was an 0-9 last title is actually too long. Like, the, the, he thinks he's a long-suffering Yankee fan. I am. It's been 16 years since he saw the last of all of those World Series titles. Isn't it crazy, though? Because you got Seattle up there dying to get up to the postseason <laughs> ring, and the Yankee fans, they go like an offseason, and they don't sign everybody, and they don't win a World Series. It's like, oh, they're terrible. Uh, I can't believe the Yankees suck. I'm like, what? <laughs> they got 97 rings, and we got zero. We haven't won 86 years. Can we just get one, boys, stop this. Well, on that note, we're going to get to the American Century Championship, which you will take part in in uh, just a moment. You know, the Yankees have been playing without MVP Aaron Judge. Uh, luckily, they've won these last couple nights. But when you look at, you know, the scope of baseball right now with some of these surprise division leaders, are you surprised the Yankees, you know, not that they're that far back, but they're that reliant on Aaron Judge, a team with that kind of payroll? I mean, you guys in Boston had so many, you know, depth of players. But how could the team be this bad without one guy? It is crazy, right? Uh, because they are a good ball club. I mean, let's just, let, I mean, you know, Rizzo obviously went through a little struggle, and I know when the sky's falling, he's over 30. And this, no, I remember seeing Jeter go for 34, and they were booing him. And you see him, I was like, that was like booing Santa Claus. <laughs> and my point is, Judge is a big factor. It's kind of like the Astros with Jordan Alvarez, right? Without right. him in the lineup, it's like, it really skips a beat. And that's a good ball club. But that's where guys like Josh Donaldson and LeMayhew and and the Rizzos, they step up and do their job. And, and not trying to be Aaron Judge, but 
it's what you you do as a player. You start trying to do too much, right? Alex Bregman starts feeling maybe I got to fill in the shoes. No, you don't. You just be Breggy and you just get on fire. Now, Tuba, you just get on fire. So that's kind of the it's a head scratcher because let's be honest, Judge, this turned into just something that he's almost like an Otani. He's the only guy that maybe can even compete with the MVP with Otani down the road because you can almost just give it to that to that Otani and you're like, no, no, I'm over here hitting 60 homers. He's a special player, and that is a gap in anybody's lineup. So you mentioned Otani, Kevin. Let's go there for a second. The Angels, I know the last couple of days haven't gone well against the Dodgers, but they're six over 500. They're in contention in the West. They're definitely in contention for the postseason, finally. But there's this pending Otani exit in the winter. Do they have to hold on to him no matter what here, or do they need to be smart and make a move at the deadline and get something back for him if they assume he's going to leave this winter? Yeah, it's a great question, right? It, it, it's a financial question because we're dealing with, we're talking about a guy that's never done what he's doing. I don't have any Babe Ruth, you know, video lately, but I will tell you this, he, you know, this guy, we don't even appreciate him enough. We just kind of expect it. But when you're talking about a guy who hit 50 home runs, steal 40 bags and win 15 games, strike out 200 guys, of course the Angels want to keep him. But where does that number start? If you pay Garrett Cole over $300 million for a pitcher and you pay, you know, Manny Machado over $300 million for a hitter, this guy hits middle of the lineup. He's your ace. So does the number start with a seven? Huh. And now you've got to start doing math. And that's kind of the way the business is. Is this a $700 million pay, you know, a contract? There's only going to be a handful of teams that can afford it. Are we going to win the World Series this year? Or is this a time that we can go ahead and absolutely plug in our minor league system and get studs? It's not a great decision for a fan base, but that's kind of the, the, the mathematical scene behind the scenes. But he is special. I wouldn't let him go. He's somebody there that you just got to sometimes eat the bullet and pay him, and that's, that's, that's what I'm doing with him. We are living in a world, Kevin, where the Diamondbacks are in first place. The Baltimore Orioles are one of the best teams in baseball. But here are the Cincinnati Reds, winners of 11 straight, albeit a bad division, you know, what, five, six games over. But, you know, how much of the Reds here is just a product of being in a bad division? How much are we actually seeing a young team maybe come of age a little bit and be be for real? I mean, a year ago they traded their ace. Yeah, yeah, I mean, it's, it's a product of your division, right? Red Sox would be in first place in the Central. We were talking, but they're in the East, and they're right. last. And so the division is definitely a big factor. But the exciting part is the Reds are back. And when Cincinnati Reds are good at baseball, baseball's better. It's a baseball town. It's kind of exciting. But then you go and go, Eli Dela Cruz, this toolbox, you've never seen anything like this. The fastest guy at 6'4", 6'5", throws, has a rocket arm, and his first home almost goes into the river at 470-some-odd-plus feet. You don't see this toolbox. So when you have the combination of speed and power – that's what we're talking about, like Otani. There's a combination there that people don't even realize as big men how fast they are. And so the Reds are an exciting thing. David Bell deserves it. I think they got a great group. And it's kind of like, okay, the Cardinals are struggling. They're not the team that everybody thought they were. And here's the Reds, and you got the Cubs and the Brewers. The Council's done a great job over there. And the Pirates have been in first place a lot in that division. It's almost like a changing of the guards. So, Kevin, you're playing golf in Tahoe in a couple weekends, and apparently we can kind of play along, too. There's a fantasy aspect to this, and if there is, should we be picking you for our team? Yes, you should, because I'm going to try every every shot. Okay, guys, I'm never going to quit, and that's half the thing. Some of these guys go out and have a few cocktails now. You got the casinos up the road, Mm -hmm. and next thing you know, they're going to quit on that last day. I'm never going to quit. Uncle Kevin's going to give you everything I got. It's just sometimes it's between 75 and 83, and there's, there's, there's... 
there's your guy. Might need a hole in one and an eagle to win it. Uh, Kevin is one of 80 sports and entertainment celebrities playing in the 34th renewal of the American Century Championship at Edgewood Tahoe Golf Course and, of course, South Lake uh, Lake Tahoe. And it'll be Friday, July 14th through Sunday, July 16th. Live coverage, by the way, on NBC and the Golf Channel. Uh, And as Bogus just mentioned, go to accfantasygolf.com for a chance to win $10,000 for a charity of their choice. Um, Fans can start building their teams there. Participants have until July 13th to pick their starting team of five players. So, Kevin, do you know who you're going to be playing with yet? No. So they'll do all that. They do a little thing. They'll draft it and kind of do that that way. But we won't know. And then you kind of fall in till as where your score's at. So if you have a big day Friday, then you play with the guys that are kind of somewhat similar. So the first day, usually they're paired up like footballs versus football and baseball and basketball. And you'll have Steph Curry and the boys together and Mahomes and, you know, Travis Kelsey be together. A lot of the Braves guys use Smoltz, Glavin, and Maddox are there. But my point is that you're trying to play with the top top 20 that second day. You don't want to be down there in the 50th trying to make moving day <laughs> on Saturday. <laughs> so I assume you're playing plenty normally, but at what point you know, in June do you kick it into gear to really be in top shape for this event? We're in Falmouth right now doing another uh, event up here that Mike Millthorpe does, and he runs the Tahoe event. But he's, this is a first-year thing. It's, 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 you know, it's a drive for the kids. And, uh, it's you know, we got Mike Brables here. And a funny story, we're in the car, me and myself and Buck Holtz, and we go to Starbucks this morning at 6 a.m. I said, immediately go to Starbucks. So Brables got the app. He's like, what do you guys want? I'm like, ah, you know what, vanilla latte. Buck Holtz goes, yeah, yeah, I'll take vanilla latte. And he's like, well, I didn't have that one saved in my phone. I'm like, well, what do the linebackers in the NFL order? Black coffee with nails in it? I mean, <laughs> football players ordering vanilla latte. So from their side of the here's these soft little baseball players that are going to go out and leave the game with a blister, and we'll lose an arm, and we got to be in the next play. <laughs> That's amazing. That's amazing. Kevin Millar, one of the best analysts going in baseball, and we're going to be rooting for you in a couple weeks, Kevin. Um, thank you for uh, joining us this morning, and thank you for ruining my senior year in high school with that World Series, pal. Hey. Appreciate you, boys. Go socks. <laughs> All right. <the> Kevin <laughs> Millar. <thanks>. Yes. <laughs> he's the best. Baseball loves personalities like Kevin Millar. I was. Uh, I hate that he was a Red Sox, by the way, because he's such an easy guy to root for. I was at Yankees Mariners on Tuesday night, and it reminded me of when I was desperately looking for teams to beat the Yankees in the 90s. The Mariners and Griffey and Buhner on that list. Loved those Cleveland teams but nobody ever actually beat them. Yeah. They always kept winning. And then finally Boston in the most perfect way possible. And Johnny Damon, the game seven grand slam, arguably the biggest home run ah. hit in that building. Ah, we get it. Ah, just perfect. We get so it. I thank him legitimately for doing that. Great. Uh, all right. When we come back, did, Go the Sox. D- did the DA show just lose another legend? It's the DA show on CBS sports radio. You had never taken the SAT before in your life. How was it? to have those questions thrown in front of you? At first, very, very overwhelming when you're looking at things. You're Because you got to realize, DA, here we are. It's 2020. I graduated high school in 2005. So to see uh, those the, the checkmarky things, I remember were square roots. It's DA on CBS Sports Radio. You know, that reminds me. <laughs> I'm going to need, in fact, demand that one Damon Amendolara finally finally wraps up that entire SAT saga. No more ifs or what's or anything like that. Hedging his bets. I need him to put his foot down and declare for once and for all he was wrong. The grading system was incorrect. Your score is terrible. 
and you took a completely invalid form of the SAT to begin with, I need closure oh. before July 20-whatever. Could you imagine the wheels turning in DA's head on what he wants to do before I leave here with some of this stuff? That might be one of the things. Again, all Why the... do I feel like I'm going to have to work more over the next three weeks than I've ever yes. worked on the show? He's not. Can and... we pull this clip from January 2016? Mm -hmm. It might be some kind of like, you know, brain and emotional kind of like protection here. But he's definitely deflecting from losing you to the other things of I need to protect Bob's bar and over like this the amount of work he wants to do to say goodbye to you is like how he's gonna do, how ignore the feelings the loss of losing a legend like yourself. Yeah, you know, will they play simply the best as I wave out to the crowd? I'm gonna promise not to. <laughs> We're already they, by the way. Did you hear that, Pete? I'm will hoping. I'm hoping that last week, don't get me wrong, I'm going to have a mush potato moment where I'm very sad again, but I hope it's a lot of laughs that last week. I hope so. That's the way I'd want to go out. Put a whoopee cushion under my chair, stuff like that. Apparently we need, like, grief counselors yeah. out in the newsroom for people to talk their emotions through. Yeah, exactly. D-Cell, by the way, give me a big, uh, hey, good for you, stick up for this network. Oh, he was very proud of you yesterday. Yes, yeah. that was the opposite of Billy going, huh? D-Cell was like, <laughs> good for DA, good for Sean. Defend the network. Yeah. Right, baby. Defend this house. Another loyal guy right there, Tom. He's a hard hat guy. Yes. He's a foxhole guy. I don't forget where I came from. You will, and you already have. All right. Uh, on that two. note, <laughs> a guest we have annually looking at the college football and everything is Bill Hancock, the college football playoff director. And he's famous for saying nothing for 10 minutes. Mm -hmm. But he's always on annually. Get your college football playoffs juices flowing. Guess what? I'm out here this summer, the DA show. Hancock out now as well. He's stepping down as the college football playoff director. <laughs> He'll just, be hosting middays with Brandon Tierney. <laughs> the irony of DA saying the network's been to New York. Well, we had the college football playoff director on every year. Now he's even saying, I'm out. <laughs> the new host of New York Accent. Yeah, <laughs> Bill, Bill Hancock. Hancock. <laughs> Bill Hancock. Because DA's out. That, I am so fascinated by this because I appreciate DA's screen. How do you twist New York Accent? Could you do the embargo but say, oh, by the way, I have this podcast on New York I need to play the clip with? Or you do like New York Extinct. You change it, and it's all He bad. just calls it the accent. Wow. Mm. Like the association. Okay. The NYA. Oh. So a Bill Hancock thing I didn't realize or didn't know until yesterday reading the story is when he got the job, the initial job when the CFP was born. Yeah. It was him. He was the thing. He, he had no, it was just one person negotiating media rights and really? bowl alignments. He was the employee. That's great. No, that's re that's remarkable. Yeah, I don't know if it's great. He probably wanted to kill himself. It shows how important he is. No, I think it shows how little they were putting into actually the operation. Okay. And well, they hired him going, you know what? We don't need anybody else. He's so great. I said, they said, we're hiring one person. You do it all. And then in came Condoleezza Rice right after that. Yeah. Then yeah. there was a committee. Yeah. I can hear Pete going, what does Condoleezza Rice need to be putting input on the Sugar Bowl for? I, uh, Fix the Middle East. <laughs> <laughs> Not the Big Ten. Come on. <laughs> I'm not wrong. <laughs> Adam Finkelstein, NBA Draft, next. It's the DA Show on CBS Sports Radio. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. 
It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. Oh, 